1: Let's move on to Miss Demi.
0: Okay, so Demi uh, was a very unique season in my life. We were—I um, was due December. I was due December twelve, but we scheduled her birth for December five mm-hmm. because we were um, in the thick of a very successful season with Baylor volleyball. Yep. Um, twenty nineteen. Yep. We had a final four run, mm-hmm. Big Twelve champions. Just a very good team. And um, she was due right yep. in the midst of postseason. And this basically
1: when Sam called me to go, hey, I'm pregnant again. Put me on the books. And we got together. This is pretty much all we talked about was the scheduling I of know. this baby. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. And she's like, okay, here's the thing. I am not missing that. And I'm like, okay, girl. Yeah. You, what then we even talked about, do you remember this? We even talked about if. We start traveling yeah. and we have to go to. I don't we know were going to fly said, you with Nebraska us. or Alabama. She goes, yeah. "You're coming with me on the charter bus mm-hmm. because at least I'll <laughs> have you." Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, she was cracking me up. So
0: they, you know, there's a lot of um, worry about flying. Like, like there's yes. a certain week where you're not supposed yep. to fly. And so I was very hopeful uh, the way postseason works is if you are highly seated, you get to host at home. So I yeah. was, we were good. I was hopeful that we would get that. But if we didn't, which is very possible, there's a lot of other good yeah. teams yeah. we were going to need to fly. And so I had was begging Carrie. Carrie would probably laugh at all this, too, because I was constantly this yeah. is all we talked about as well was the timing. Yeah. And we got to a point where I was like, well, if you fly Micah with you, maybe maybe <laughs> I'll sign off. <laughs> So I was like, okay, well then that's what we're done. Doing. Yeah. Hilarious. So I had kind of prepped you for that. Like, yep. hey, uh what do you think? Yeah, and you I think? think you were game, a but totally game. I'm like, are you
1: kidding me? Baylor, charter bus, yeah, see the volleyball yeah, yeah. game, yeah. my husband's gonna be so jealous. Yeah. I love it. Can I just I'm gonna interject real quick because once you checked those boxes, you were good. Yeah. And and this is a testament to how important your mindset is, you guys. So if there is something nagging at you while you're pregnant. And you don't deal with it and figure it out. Maybe it is, what are we going to do with our dogs Mm
0: -hmm. while
1: we go into Who's going to take care of them? If you don't deal with that and solve that problem quickly, it's going to eat you alive. Mm -hmm. And so it's super important that you are mentally checking the boxes as well while you're pregnant Mm -hmm. so that you're not carrying all that stress with you before birth.
0: Yeah, the mind Definitely leads the body. Oh,
1: yes, ma'am.
0: So, um, yes, yes, ma'am. I had had.
1: And that's coming from a coach, y'all.
0: Yes. (laughs) It's so true. So true. Because that's basically the story of all my births. Like, where was I at mentally? Yeah. And what was my outcome? And they're very correlated. But um, we ended up being able to host. So we didn't have to fly uh, until the final four, which was in Pittsburgh. So I had had. That's why we scheduled. So, this was different because with Malachi, water broke nat- naturally. Right. Not um, Nothing scheduled. And uh, with Demi, went into the hospital, had a balloon inserted. I had mm-hmm. not done... Um, why does the word escape me? What's it called when you... When induction? You, induction. Yeah. I had not been induced. Right. So, this was all new. And mentally... Um, I was ready to get it done cuz we were playing USC <laughs> um I think on December 6 or 7.
1: It was the day after. Yeah, so this She was born. So the 6th. <laughs> <laughs> so I get
0: I go I must have gone in the night of the 4th, got in a balloon and um The insert of the balloon was not, I didn't enjoy that. And then, um,
1: I I love how you put that. I I didn't enjoy that. (laughs) No, it is not comfortable. You guys, you're not supposed to enjoy it. No. So they, so,
0: okay. So then I slept through the night with this balloon in and that just kind of slowly gets you ready. Mm -hmm. And then you and I are mostly really the, the pro tip is to have you Micah communicating with your partner or your, Mm -hmm. you know, for me, James, my husband, Mm And so I think y'all were probably communicating. And so I'm, um, next morning, honestly, Demi's is so, I do remember. Um,
1: Your sisters were there.
0: My sisters came. And um, uh, this experience was different. There's some really positive things. There's right. The one thing that may so we were, I was kind of thinking, I've done this once. Yes. I'm obviously, no, it's not going to be the same, but like. I'm thinking like, I know what I'm doing. Of course. Probably wrong to think that. No, is, it's
1: not necessarily wrong. You're right. It was a different experience because you're on Pitocin.
0: Yeah. And so I'm, I still knew I needed Micah. Obviously that part got right. But, um, I probably went wrong mentally thinking like, okay, I'm looking at an old map, which mm. was the map of Malachi for this yeah. birth. Yeah. And it wasn't the same game plan. Right. Yeah. So, um, I was a little more restricted, I think, because Demi they want they needed to monitor her differently than maybe what
1: because of the meds that you're getting. Yes,
0: yeah. So that was a challenge for me in pain management because yeah. I couldn't move around in the same way. Yeah. No, there were still um, methods and things sure, to be done, but
1: limited. You're right.
0: But it was t- it was tougher. Mm-hmm. And um, the other thing is, I didn't wasn't mentally prepared for is. And of course, now I think back, I'm like, duh, my body knew what it was doing. Yes. And so it moved along faster than like what Malachi's birth had. Yep. And I wasn't, I didn't know how fast I was moving. So I was restricted to this, bed. I'm like in the fetal position, just like trying to manage. And um, I remember kind of talking to you at one point, I'm like, I, I literally cannot do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm in so much freaking pain.
1: You reached your end, your edge, your line. Sooner
0: it moved so much sooner,
1: and so that that's really hard to wrap your head it around, you so guys when you're not prepared for that. And so I'm going to just tell you 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 were having a hard time trusting your body that it really was doing what it was supposed to be doing mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. all you can also remember is how long the first one was. And now you're already at that boundary line. Wait, and we're only an hour, what, three? Heck no, I'm not doing this for another 12 hours.
0: Yeah, so uh way I would describe it is like the whole like frog in the boiling water yeah, deal. So yeah. with Malachi's, while I would much rather have a faster labor, yeah, I was kind of prepared for like the water to slowly mm-hmm. get hot. Gradually. Yeah, yes. and like with Demi's, I wasn't mentally yeah. unfortunate to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is my own fault. I wasn't mentally ready for it to like turn up so, so fast, so I wasn't in the yeah. mental place, and that's why I said mind leads the body. I wasn't in the mental place to take on transition. I think yep. as fast as it came, right? And so then I remember being like, "Dude, just fine. Order the epidural because I'm, I'm. If I can't move around and do my lunges and do all yep. the stuff, like yep. I'm, I don't know how I'm going to do this, and I'm, dying. right? I'm dying over here. Yep. So we, we did order it. Yep. And it takes some time. <laughs> it does. And so
1: finally, y'all, just because yeah. you say I'm done, I want the epidural, it does not mean you're done. You better buckle up. Oh, and now you have got to focus like you never have before because you are not done. No, more than likely, you will not feel relief for probably sometimes close to an hour. You guys, from the time you say I want the epidural, and then they go order it, and your anesthesiologist gets in there, and now they've prepped you and now they put it in then it takes 15 minutes for the meds to get to your body Do y'all understand what I'm saying <laughs>
0: yeah so so they oh my gosh so it's so true so i we get it ordered it's exactly like what she said it took some time he i'm still in the bed because i'm being um i can't move around because of the way there's a monitor system that they can uh put around your leg and or around your belly and it allows you to move mm-hmm. it wasn't um working for Demi. So mm-hmm. I had to stay like right there.
1: Yeah. And, and that's because you were on Pitocin. Yes.
0: Okay. That's right. And so, so, um, I, uh, they, he gets in, you know, so I'm in more pain. I'm in pain. The anesthesiologist comes in and this is the part that I remember clearly. I probably could have had baby.
1: Oh yeah. You, y'all she's pushing she's grunting while they're putting the epidural so, in her back
0: and this is this is where you need a. I Micah is to my either right or I want to say she's to my right and the anesthesiologist kind of gives her the side eye because mm. I go to sit up and sitting up and finally letting mm. gravity induce mm-hmm. my body was like we've been ready yep. now that you're up mm-hmm. let's push the baby out
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uncontrolled uh, pushing i wasn't it's yes. like it's not involuntary it is. pushing started yes and he looks at micah and he's like is she pushing and i gave you the eyeballs of like don't you don't stare. you s-
1: tell him i want this epidural i've already decided <laughs> i'm getting this epidural oh, which that's yourself. the mental
0: piece oh, like yeah, i just totally you have to be if you want all natural, and this is where again, I'm not going to say I went wrong in a bad sense, but right. if I wanted the outcome of all natural, mm-hmm. I mentally was closed off to that.
1: Yeah. Once you look, once a mama says mentally I am done, and you've already decided you're done, and you checked out mentally, there's almost nothing I can do.
0: It's hard to, re-open to get, that get you that back.
1: Door. Oh, very, very hard. Almost impossible. And so we were going down this path. Whether she needed it or not, I was. I kept looking. I was like, "A baby's about to be born right here while she's getting her epidural. I yeah. mean, this baby is coming."
0: I looked at her like, "Don't you dare tell him I'm pushing," but I was pushing. Mm-mm. But he put it in. Mm-hmm. At, I mean, which was so dumb when I think back to it, because I'm like, I was there, mm-hmm. and that slowed things down. Mm-hmm. So um, that, that it is maybe not true. I've you know been at three births but i have read that the epidural slows things down that is exactly what it did for me mm-hmm. i probably could have pushed Emmy out right then and there yep i was my body was doing it yep and i get the epidural it was sweet relief i will give yeah totally the crowd that Yep, um but it slowed things down mm-hmm. i think i then got back in the bed and so i don't you know yeah i kind of feel ba- like a bad mom because i'm like no she was like ready to come out and like who knows like i I'm just thankful that she was born healthy and there were no complications yeah. because that kept her inside me a little longer, which mm-hmm. is now it's kind of scary to think about. But um, it slowed things definitely way down. Yeah. Um, And then I, you know, I think I pushed her out much faster. You can't feel anything. Mm-mm. I think I pushed her out a little. Again, my mind is like, I think I pushed her out faster. You did. Out. Yes. So, so, but I'm like, I don't remember. Yeah. Um,
1: you didn't need to feel a whole lot with her because your body was already doing it. Yeah. So what happened with the epidural, because it's kind of this muscle relaxer and like the strongest muscle relaxer you've ever had. And then it numbs everything. That involuntary pushing kind of stopped because your body is now relaxing. We've so told it just to slow down. There. So she's just kind of chilling. Yeah, basically.
0: And now a word from our sponsors.
1: And so then, once you did engage and and put forth any effort whatsoever to push, it just didn't take as
0: long. Yeah. So if I if I could go back, because my my hope was always the outcome of all natural because I really enjoyed the recovery with that. I thought yeah. was fast. Well, there's a lot of reasons mm-hmm. um, pros to doing that. But um, if I could do it over, I just mentally needed be in a different place but um you know and have an understanding that it wasn't going to be the
1: same as Malik's right, birth right right
0: and anyways uh she was born it was fine I went and coached USC the next day I think you were either at the game I or was you? at the game so, and we were texting yes we were texting. like <laughs> literally maybe like right like a minute before the game started I'm yep. probably like texting you yeah and um she, Demi was at the game yeah uh her and my husband sat in the locker room and yeah so we brought <laughs> And then she flew with us to Pittsburgh. Two weeks later, it was wild. It was yeah. wild.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Moving on to Mr. Micah. Okay, so this is the only birth that Micah wasn't at. Was not at this one. Um,
1: I had my good friend Rachel White there, who's she's had five. I actually remember we had a conversation, or we were texting back and forth, and you, I could, I could see it in your text, hear it in your voice, this. Uh, what's the word? Just feeling ambivalent. Just, you could not land. That's what it really was. You could not land. You go, I don't know what I want. And I was offering some suggestions. Have you thought about this? You might be a good candidate for this. And yeah. you're like, I don't know what I want. I'm like, okay.
0: Yeah. I just did not. Honestly, two young kids. Yeah. COVID, you're home every day. I'm not used to that. I'm a yeah. working mom. I was just, I, I want a family. I wanted to grow my family, but at the time that Micah was born, I was exhausted.
1: Yeah. That's a big deal, y'all.
0: Exhausted. Yeah. Because you know what it
1: takes. Yeah. To give birth. And you're like, oh, I'm in no frame of mind. Mm-mm. Nowhere Mm-mm. nowhere where I need to be to pull this off.
0: No. Uh, yeah. No, that's exactly right. And mm-hmm. so I did have my membranes swept. Um, it, That was an attempt to get things going. It mm-hmm. didn't work
1: for me. Yeah. It and doesn't start labor- y'all it It just it's just one more little symptom that's cueing your body hey we're getting close yeah that's really all it does it really does not put you in labor
0: it did not yeah and it did not for me so we get into the hospital and i remember texting carrie because she wasn't actually the one that was kind of checking i can't Mm. remember which one there's three of the wives yeah and um it was kind of like she's gonna need the balloon so my husband's like sam just do it so i get it this time getting it in didn't hurt. Mm. So I'm like, oh, that was different. Because for Demi, it was actually pretty uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then Micah, they put it in and they're like, okay, go to bed, whatever. I'm like, great. I'm going to go to bed. So I go to bed. You were not involved in this birth. I go to bed. And with Demi, I slept through the night with the balloon. It was fine. Mm-hmm. With Micah, I'm like, dude, this, like maybe like an hour after getting the balloon, I'm like, hmm. Mm. Had two babies. This feels like I'm. This feels different. Feels like contractions. I, okay, but I'm just going to go to sleep. It's fine. I wake up. I did not realize this until later that I was in full blown labor. I did not know it because I was really trying to follow like the age old advice of just go to sleep. Uh huh.
1: Ignore it. Yep.
0: So I um, had such a hard contraction at like four in the morning, three in the morning or something. It, actually lifted my body up. The contraction lifted mm. me up. And so I'm like, James, I turned to my husband, I'm like, James, I am in serious pain. Mm. And he, same thing, kind of like dealt with the demi one where I slept through the night. He's like, Sam, just go to bed. Like you're fine. Mm. And I'm like, man, this is really, really tough. So I asked them to give me some um drugs via uh
1: the meds, the analgesic yeah, meds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In your IV. Yeah,
0: in an IV. So they come and they give me a, it's like a heavy glass of wine. Oh yeah. And maybe more than a glass. And I go back to sleep. And then I'm like, I remember sleeping like in my, like, it felt like I was drunk, drunken stupor. (laughs) And I'm like in my dream, like counting my seconds in between contractions as a dream. I was in labor. Mm -hmm. I didn't know it. Yeah. And so they give me like through the night. It gets painful. the drugs wear off. I asked for another dose. I think I had three doses, yeah, so the and I'm like full blown more in labor and not realizing because I'm just continuously getting like, give me another dose, uh-huh, so it's like six in the morning or whatever, and James wants coffee, thinking like we're in for a yeah, doozy here, and he's texting back and forth with Rachel White, who's gonna come up and kind of like gonna help. and I was like, hey, if you want coffee, go get it now, yeah, because um. I feel like this is going to go fast. And he leaves. There's nobody in the room. I'm like, I want to get up and go to the bathroom. Oh, God. Same thing that happened with Demi. My body is finally like, oh, she's finally going to stand up and give us some gravity. Uh help. I'm in full-blown transition. Did not know. Because this is what I've been being told the whole time. We're going to do the balloon. Mm-hmm. We're going to, that's going to open you up and then we'll put you into labor in the morning. Yeah. We'll pop your, we'll break your water. Right. We'll give you Pitocin. The balloon's just going to warm you up. We'll put you, I was, yep. I had been in freaking labor all night. Oh. So anyway, so I'm in full bone tradition. There is nobody in the room. There's no nurse. There's no, nobody. And I'm like, Holy crap. Mm-mm. so I text my husband and I was like, James, get back here or you're not <laughs> going to see this child come into the world.
1: He probably thought you were losing your mind.
0: I was like, what have I? I was kind of pissed at myself. I was like, what have I done? <laughs> I am now alone. There's a, I, there's no, I don't have Micah, my normal doula. Uh, like nobody knows what's going on. I have not communicated to anyone that I'm, people, for all the nurses know, they're going to come break my water. Right. Pitocin, and I'm like, I'm ready to go. Yep. Ugh. So James gets back the hospital i'm like fully going and i was super fatigued so i just then i called the nurse because i was like holy crap like mm-hmm. we are definitely well pe-. so they checked me and they're like oh you're at like an eight. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh i
0: know i know i know so that i had just all night long and um that i ordered the epidural because i was dying but again it's like the same thing i'm like okay mm-hmm. well i've labored this whole time why am i doing this to myself but the I get the epidural, and then it did take me a while to get again the epidural slowed things down, mm-hmm. and I it took me a while to get from like a seven or eight or wherever I was to like basically they Ten. told me just sit here once you feel a ton of pressure right, let us know,
1: yep, You'll when push. you have an epidural because you can't feel anything, you're able to just chill and mm-hmm. relax and let your body finish doing what it was doing and allow baby to what they call labor down, which means baby is continuing to descend, even though you're 10 centimeters and you could push, you don't have to mm-hmm. because baby's just continuing to come lower and lower and lower. Yeah. So instead of pushing baby lower to descend, your body is contracting and bringing baby lower and you didn't have to do anything. So that is why it it's taking longer you could be pushing and it would be quicker, but you're saving a ton of energy by allowing baby just to labor down because you don't feel anything.
0: Yeah, so I thought back to that, and I actually made a post on my Instagram about this labor. Um, I Had I had someone there with me when I got out of that bed and realized, okay, I'm in transition. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to put me in labor, but I'm well, where that ship has sailed. Yep. If I had had someone with me, I think I could have done it because oh yeah, I mentally was like, Oh, I recognized it now. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm all I'm kind of like I and Rachel would have loved it too. So I'm we kind of I'm like oh bummer. Like I wish I had gotten you there earlier. Uh. Anyways, so I just couldn't. I didn't feel like I could go it alone. Yeah. And no, I was in the room totally by myself. Yeah. But um, I will say the laboring down part. Mm. Um, so you're sitting there just totally chilling. For me, it felt like orgasmic
1: oh wow yeah
0: but in a uncomfortable way because uh, i wanted because it's like that's a feeling that's quick and yes, you know you yes. don't you don't want that button pressed for 10 minutes yes, straight
1: correct that's interesting yeah i've definitely heard of women that while they're giving birth and they're pushing they have an orgasm that that's that's a thing so, it's not super common but it is definitely a thing so that's so interesting so if it happens
0: quickly I mean great like amazing that's probably the best outcome but for me as I'm sitting there with the epidural and the baby is laboring down she must have been or he sorry Micah must have been on my nerves or whatever Mm -hmm. and he was pressing on it without pause yeah so I wasn't like giddy I was more like I would like this to actually stop
1: irritated yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) and
0: and they were like Rachel and James are like laughing at me because I'm like y'all it's not painful. I'm having an epidural. I feel the pressure, but yeah. it's like,
1: uh, uh, like you're like, at a ten. Yeah, the whole time. Yeah, got, yeah, it. got so it. I'm
0: like, I right, this is like weird. You're kind of just like, like <laughs> <laughs> y'all can't see me right now, but you're just like make that like <laughs> face, and you're like you can't. It's just like it's not stopping. <laughs> so um, they were everyone was laughing at me and thought that was hilarious, except for me, who was like, I would like this to stop. Um, and then eventually it was like, Whoo, there's so much pressure. Yeah, you can literally feel the head right there. Mm-hmm. And we pushed briefly, they pulled my legs back, baby yep. baby came into the world. Yep. And then it with both of and this one was actually longer than Demi's, it took a long time for the feeling in my legs to come back, which mm. and I didn't have that same high. Yeah. And so, um And this is why if I have another baby <laughs> <laughs> i have an 11 month old right now so my husband's probably like no Mm, but
1: um (laughs) your husband's not gonna be super happy with your podcast
0: (laughs) (laughs) but um i will try i will really and i could talk about why my other births resulted in the way they did and and there's no fail failure in Uh -uh. any of it but um i i remember afterwards just feeling this huge rush of adrenaline Mm -hmm. And, um, I wanted to eat right away and I was very awake and coherent, alert and yeah. coherent and excited and adrenalized. Yep. I felt like if what you could describe it as, is, um, a runner's high from like post marathon, that's yeah. what it feels like. Yeah. And it's very unique. It's like a birthing high.
1: Mm-hmm. So true. Oh my gosh. So true. And so
0: I was like, I can't wait to have my next baby.
1: <laughs> I was just excited yeah. for the experience yeah.
0: again. Cause it was as painful as it was. That was the best I felt afterwards. Yeah.
1: Um, in with yeah. all three of my births. So. Yep, that's so good. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. Because that's important for people to know. Yeah, it's exhausting. It's the hardest thing you're ever going to do. But then I, I just recently um, had Gabrielle, my daughter, on um, for a podcast episode. And and she said it like you're saying. I, I wanted to be a part of the whole experience. I wanted to feel and be present mm-hmm. in all of it, start to finish. Yes, even the hard parts, that sucked. But it was... Those are also the parts that strengthen you later to go, Oh my gosh, I did that.
0: What? You know, what makes it so sweet. That's why that photo exists where you're just like, Oh man, you feel like superwoman. You feel so accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. But even, and there's often this like, um, trope of like, Oh, you don't get a medal, but I Mm. will say it's not, I, I get it. And I've done all three. So I understand. Yeah. But, um, it, really is a unique Mm -hmm. to an all-natural birth feeling of the extreme obviously no matter how you have the baby you love your baby but Uh, yeah
1: this got nothing to do with how you feel about your baby
0: bodily adrenalized rush i only experienced with my all-natural birth because i think i was um obviously feeling like other things and i had my epidural where i just D- couldn't feel anything and that it was yeah. totally different right where i could truly like all of my senses were pumping yeah. type yeah. deal so yeah. that was um was if i do awesome. it again That's good um last baby last rodeo i'm going i'm gonna do it the way yep. i want to do it
1: so. oh you can totally do it yeah. your body's got this
0: i might just have to drive back to waco to have my fourth and and get my car <laughs> um, you like, you'll drive up to who knows we'll have to figure something out but
1: charter me in yeah yeah 100 <laughs> percent. so unique experiences and and I again I talk about this a lot too on my podcast even with the same um, her birth experiences are different and so I think Sam said it really really well early on you were looking at an old map of your birth experience number one, and trying to use that map to navigate birth experience number two. And she's absolutely right. That does not work. That won't help you. The really, the only benefits that you get from previous births is that you can check a few boxes to go, oh, yeah, I know what a contraction mill like. Oh, yeah, I know what it feels like when baby descends. Oh, I remember this. But for the most part, in terms of how your experience is going to be from start to finish, it will look different.
0: Yeah. As different as your children are, as different you know, like your births are different. So I think that mentally you should go into it's like running a race on a new trail. Mm -hmm. I don't know Mm what's ahead, but I'm here to run it.
1: Yeah. And you trained for it. Mm -hmm. You know what to do. You don't know exactly what to expect, but Mm -hmm. but I know how to
0: run. Yep. So I'm here for whatever it comes my way.
1: Actually to me it's a great analogy. Sports. For me is a great analogy for childbirth, because while you have developed these skills and techniques and understanding or plays or whatever it is, and you've been practicing those and you're prepared for that, you don't know how the game will unfold. Exactly. You don't know how each player is going to show up for that game. I mean, you may have your heavy hitter, your best shooter, have an off game. So that means the game plan could potentially look different. You may have different personnel in there. You may have thought that the game that y'all were going to smoke this team, that was your hardest game. You know, you can't predict... How it's going to unfold and the same thing is true with birth you don't know what your body your baby or your birth is going to dictate in terms of how this is going to go and I think it's super important Sam you said this also it doesn't mean that if it's a different experience and it's not what you thought it was going to be that you failed. It's just a different experience. And so I think wrapping our heads around that part of it, too, that my birth experience can still be positive, even though it was different. And to highlight those moments, to highlight those things that were positive, that were enjoyable, that were lighthearted, which is what my book is all about. Let's highlight those things that are, what can I celebrate about this birth, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: I think I have, like, when I'm in it, I decided early on, like, who my people are, and then if you're not my people, like, I don't want anything to do with you. Yeah. type deal. Yeah. And so, um, it's funny, because even, like, there's, like, a whole, I did not realize this, a whole slew of team of nurses. You've got a few that are with you while you're laboring, but then, like, once baby comes, like, a million more people. Yeah. And so, I wasn't, I was more like, okay, these are my people. If you're someone else, like, I'm. Obviously, it's very thankful for nurses. Sure. But at the same time, I was like... Can I we own, do this without y'all? Yeah, well, it's more like I did not want... And this is another reason why it's great to have a duel, I did not want a lot of people talking to me. Mm-hmm. And so it's nice to be like, hey, direct questions to Micah. Mm-hmm. Because you're in pain or whatever it's going on. Yeah. And then people are trying to talk to you or ask you questions or this. Just, can, can you all just talk to Micah? And so it's really nice to have someone kind of fielding that onslaught of... Yeah. Cause there are, they need to uh, inform you, like inform consent and in a lot of the, Hey, this is what we're doing and why? And I'm like, just tell my gut, you know? So, so, or, you know, so it's <laughs> nice to have someone else yeah. that's fielding or being a buffer between you and the medical team, right. especially right. someone that knows them for the most part. Cause I know that you're very consistent in that hospital. So, you know, yeah. a lot of them. Yep. So, cause I didn't, I didn't want people. I just, it was too much. It was like decision fatigue, right? So it was too yes. much. Yes. This has
1: been wonderful to get to hear your experiences. You do an absolutely fabulous job of painting the picture of what it looks like start to finish that's so so helpful it's so helpful for other people so there are listeners that haven't had a baby yet maybe they are expecting who knows is there any piece of advice any last thought or word that you would want to encourage them in
0: oh man you can do it like I said there maybe is a it's even my own self there's some I would call this like misinformation or misinformed, and that you need to be like super physically fit to be mm-hmm. all natural, or you need to um, check these certain boxes. Like, women have been doing this.
1: Yeah.
0: Of all shapes, sizes, yeah. whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah. Like, you can do it if yeah. you don't make a plan, don't have a team, don't prepare, have yeah. an idea of what you're getting into. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to kind of fall into the cog mm-hmm. of what, um, Is being thrown at you. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So, and again, that's not happy, healthy baby is the end goal. Totally. But you, you know, if you want certain outcomes Mm -hmm. and there's reasons for those certain outcomes, like recovery, things like that, that's, I wanted to breastfeed. There's things like that. So then I I just, my advice is like, have a plan, have a team, Mm -hmm. do not walk into this willy nilly. Yeah. Like you can do it. Yeah. And if you don't then I think you're really taking a gamble. So that's my advice is to have that plan in place. That's
1: good. That's great. Mm -hmm. Sam, this has been so much fun. Thank you for joining me today. And thank you all for joining us. Hey, thanks for joining me on game day, Birds Not Balls. You can follow me on my Instagram page at mydulamica. You can also find me on wakeodoula.com. Wakodoula is on Facebook. And if you like what you heard, you can subscribe or you can find us on RogueMediaNetwork.com. Thanks for joining us. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.